0: Welcome to your Life by Design podcast, the show that will have you seeing how magical you truly are so you can start designing a desired and fulfilled life. Hi, I'm Karen Galway, a certified human design reader, a 6-3 manifesting generator, and an energetic embodiment coach who is completely obsessed with helping you step out from your shadows and leap into your light. And in true 6-3 Manifest and Generator form, this podcast will not just be about human design, but rather the tools you need to call in the desires in all areas of your life. View it as your tool book, not your rule book. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. This podcast is for the women who are ready to become paradigm shifters, subconscious mind wizards, and healers of their own life. They are ready to rediscover themselves so that they can fully show up as who they came here to be and live a life by their design. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for pressing play and taking time out of your day to listen to me. It means a lot. I hope you enjoyed the episodes that you've been listening to. Today, we're going to just talk a bit about human design. Um, One of the things I wanted to be clear about this podcast is that I did not want it to be a human design podcast. I think there are incredible human design podcasts out there, and I just want it this podcast to highlight tools and resources and strategies to help you reclaim your power and step into who you are. And pretty much everything I do does incorporate human design. And so I wanted to have an episode just devoted a little bit to that. Since I haven't really I've in the episodes prior to this, I've talked about it, but I haven't really um, explained what it is. I just kind of referenced you know, that I was a manifesting generator, or that I was a 6'3". But I want to talk a little bit about human design today, so you have an understanding of what it is. So in this episode, we're going to cover what human design is, how I came across it, what it's done for me. And then we're going to dive into the different human design types, the strategy and the authority. Because when you you even go and look for a free human design calculator, you'll get this really abstract looking picture, that is your chart, and it'll have some information to the, you know, either to the left or underneath it, depending on what website you go to that explain a little bit, it'll always include your type, your strategy and your authority. So I just want to break that down. Um, But like I said, in my episode about labels, you are more than a label. So you are more than a design type, you're more than a strategy, and you're more than authority. And so I think it's what human design really excels at is diving deep into your chart. So this is just like the tip of the iceberg look at human design. Okay, so let's talk about human design. What is it? So basically, it is an esoteric self discovery system. That's what I like to look at it as it's just a tool. It was developed by Ra Ru back in I think 1987. And so it was a download that he had that this download lasted, went across eight days, that he downloaded the whole system. And so it's relatively new when you compare it to the systems that it includes, right? It includes like some really ancient sciences like astrology. It includes the chakra system. It includes um, the Chinese I Ching system, which is China's, or it's, I guess, the, the China's spiritual system that they use. Um, Kabbalah, it, ha- it takes in the Kabbalah tree. And then it also includes some modern sciences like quantum physics and psychology. And so, while it has these ancient systems that's been around f- forever, um, it's the human design itself. It's only been around um, since you know the mid '80s. And I came across it because I was listening to uh, a few years ago. I had just I heard it on podcast, and I remember this one person who said that figuring out that she was a projector was a game changer for her business. She started operating her business from the perspective of a projector. And and the thing what you'll find out is that projectors need a lot of downtime. And so her motto was, success was in the rest. And then her business just blew up because she honored that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this human design, like how do I figure this out? And do I need to run my business this way? Like I want to know like if I am or if I am running my business this way, how does it feel to run your business that way? How does it feel to tap into it? And at the time I was at a crossroads with my business, like I mentioned in the first episode, and I think in another one since then I And I'm going to be including it a little bit more as well, because I think it's just I've learned a lot from being a speech therapist, and I incorporate a lot of my gifts from speech therapy into my coaching. And I want to talk a little bit about that as well, because it's a big part of who I am. It's just not I think in my first episode, I said I wanted to keep it separate because it's a separate entity, but I'm realizing me, coming transparent and like stepping into all of me, I have to, you know, not have to, but I'm choosing to include you know, both aspects. So I will be incorporating a little bit more speech therapy in terms of how, how being a speech therapist improves my ability to be a coach, especially after having nearly 20 years of practice as a speech therapist. But I was at this crossroads where, okay, I want to do some more coaching. I want to help people really tap into like they have so much power in their life. They have, there's their so much beauty. I, at that point, had already been trained in Reiki. I'm like, I want people to just to realize just how friggin' powerful they are. But then I was also solo seeing kids for speech therapy and I was at this crossroads. I'm like, okay, on my website, what do I do? What do I put down? Like, who am I? And it was a big identity piece. And so I sought out this person who was trained in human design. I don't know if she was a a certified human design reader, but she had some training in it. And I had her give me a reading. And in that reading, I found out I was a manifesting generator. And manifesting generators are not linear. They're from the outside, they can look like they're all over the place, because they're really just following what lights them up. And they may not necessarily finish something before they start something else. And so when I found out that like, oh, okay, I'm not meant to be linear. I'm meant to be like multi-passionate. That makes sense why I have these passions and I can't put myself in like in on like in one lane. I'm like, I'm not a one lane type of girl. Like I like to be very, have my hands into different things. And so it was like this huge weight that lifted off my shoulders. Like, okay, I don't have to choose between a speech therapist or a coach. I'm both. And it just eased up a lot of myself, especially tapping into my authority and my tra- strategy, which we're definitely going to be talking about later today. And it became a game changer for me, so much so that I decided to pursue the certification through the Human Design Academy. And I've been doing human design readings and incorporating in my coaching programs. And, and it's a big part of of what I do now. I view it as a tool. Um, it's not the only tool that I use. I I think it's like a really incredible tool. And Ra Uru says about human design is that it, human design itself is not a science. It's more of like an experiment. And so just when you, when I do human design readings, what I tell people is take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Oh, it most of, most of everything when I do my readings, it does resonate with everyone that I, when I'm doing it. And when I look at my own chart, it definitely resonates with me but it's meant to like explore and play around and figure out what works for you and to bring more awareness to to just who you are through that aspect okay so we're going to dive a little bit into the five types of in the human design types um, they're called auras uh, your human design aura or human design type there are five of them they are generator manifesting generator manifestor, projector and reflector And so the first one is Generator. That makes up 36% of the population, and they're known as the Great Builders. They are here to build and create what they love, um, and they have access to this abundant sacral energy. So um, they have this defined center, the sacral center, and that just gives them so much energy to complete projects that they are lit up by. Um, Conditioning around the Generator is that they might think that they have to constantly be initiating things because they have all that power or they're forcing the initiating and so there can lead to just burnout and frustration because they're not initiating in the right way. They're not meant to just pick up and go. They're actually meant to respond to something, which we'll get into when we talk about strategy. When a generator is living in alignment, they are feeling satisfaction. That's the feeling that they get. And when they're not living in alignment, they feel frustration. The next one is Manifest and Generator, that makes up 32% of the population. If you hear like a like a crinkling sound, I don't know if you hear it or not, but this is my husband opening up a package in the kitchen, <laughs> so I apologize if you hear that. But Manifest and generators make up 32% of the population. They're known as the Express Builders, so they're also here to build what they love, but they're very multi-passionate and they're efficient at making shortcuts um, are taking shortcuts. And, and the kind of the funny thing about manifesting generators is that they're known as, they're, they're known to make these shortcuts and only like skip steps basically to get to the end faster because they want to wrap it up to move on to something else. But those skipping steps usually leads them to having to go back and redo things. So they don't actually save a lot of time. So it's not much of a shortcut. And fun story, when I was, going through the human design training, I had someone ask me what my fear gates are. And so most of the charts have these fear gates and, and these are gates that are, can be, can give you insight to what your limiting beliefs are. And I said, I'm like, Oh, I don't know fear fear gates. She's like, Oh, well they're located in your spleen. I'm like, Oh, I don't think we learned about that. And then when I went to the instructor of the course and Asked if did we learn about fairgate? She was like, "Yes, Karen, it's in module 15." And when I looked at it, I never did module 15 <laughs> because I wanted to just get as much as I thought I needed to just start doing the readings to just start getting practice. And of course, I went ahead and completed the whole training now. But I find it so funny. I'm like, "Oh, well, that is like textbook and generator." So we tend to skip steps. Um, our conditioning is that we we have a tendency to get stuck. Because again, we want to force, we feel like we have to force things to make it happen or we have to initiate things, but we also have to respond to something as well. Um, And there's this fear that nothing will happen if we don't do anything. So it's just like, okay, well, we got to make something happen. I have this abundant energy. um, And so but the key is to use that energy towards something that lights them up, which we'll get into that's related to authority. The themes for Manifest and Generator. Um, when they are living in alignment, they again they have the feeling of satisfaction. And when they're not living in alignment, they have the theme of frustration. Um, and so, manifesting generators is like a hybrid between a manifestor and generator, but they're more they're more of a generator than they are a manifestor. So the next one is manifestor. They make up nine percent of the population. They're known as the innovators, and they're here to make an impact. So they're experienced as powerful. And they can also be experienced as intimidating because they have this powerful aura that they have. They have this aura that pushes things out of their way. So generators and manifesting generators have an aura that pulls things to them. And we'll get more into that when we talk about strategy, but manifesting generators have things that push things out of the way. So because of They're here to just get it done, to just do, to make impact. They can have a bit of an intimidating personality to them. And they can be secretive in what they do as well. Because when they were younger and they tapped into this power that they have, a lot of adults around them might not have been ready for it. And so might have told them to like, you're too much or you need to be quiet. So they learn to shrink themselves down. So they do a lot of things that are secretive. And so the conditioning with manifesting generators is that they need to keep hustling without rest. Um, they're taught to, again, play small as children, they they shrink down. Um, and again, they tend to have a tendency to be secretive when they are in alignment, they have this feeling of inner peace. And when they're not in alignment, they have this theme of anger. And so that these themes are, they're just like indications of if you're in alignment or if you're not. So if you're not feeling peace, you know, as a manifester, if you're not feeling peace or if you're feeling anger, well, that's like an indication to look somewhere within your life that you're not living in alignment. Is that finances? Is that within your relationship? Is it career? Like different areas of your life where are you not living in alignment and kind of d- dive deeper. Into it and kind of ask yourself, how can you be more in alignment? Um, okay, so the projector makes up twenty-two percent of the population. They're known as the guides, and they're really here to guide and show new ways of working. So they recognize gifts in others. They have a lot of foresight. They can see things, especially with other people, almost see things ahead of time. Um, they have like this thinking that's almost ahead of themselves, and. And so they can be incredible people to have in your life to bounce ideas off or to get information from them or uh, get their input on something. Um, but they can wor- burn out very quickly because they're, they don't have a lot of energy behind them. Um, they have to take a lot of rest. And so the conditioning with projectors is that they need to hustle without the rest Um, they're prone to, you know, resistance from other people or rejections from other people, because like I said, they have all this wisdom. But the key to projectors, which we'll get into when we talk about strategy is that they have to be asked for that if they just initiate advice or initiate wisdom and just tell people, they're most likely going to be met with rejection. And so it's important for them to actually wait for until the right timing for that. If they're not in alignment they will feel bitterness. That's their feeling. That's their cue that they're not in alignment. When they are in alignment, it's um, their feeling is is success. It's called your signature feeling or the signature theme. All right. And then the last type is the reflector. And the reflector makes up less than 1% of the population. They're very rare. My sister actually is a reflector, and she's incredible. um, And to me, very true to what reflectors do or represent. They're known as the mirrors. So they're here to reflect back. They're the people that almost like reflect back to what you said. They have the sample energy and the amplify energy. So environment is really important for reflectors. And they can also sense an authenticity. They can almost like see through things. They also have this conditioning of needing to rush to make decisions or often feeling overwhelmed if initiating a lot or hustling, especially if they're not aware of their design. And their deepest fear can be that they are invisible because they tend to take that back burner on things, like the back, the back step and almost like watch from behind to just reflect whenever it's needed. And so because of that, they can have this feeling of being invisible. And so the themes for reflector is their, when they are in alignment, their signature theme is surprise. They have like this feeling of surprise. And when I asked my sister, what does that feel like for her? She's like, oh, it's almost like it is like a little surprise for her. Um, And like, oh, okay. So that worked out. Like just, you know, like, again, like almost like I don't know what other word to use other than just like a a small little surprise. (laughs) Um, The not self theme is disappointment. So they're feeling disappointed. That is a sign for them to uh, look inward in different areas of their life of where they're not living in alignment. All right, so let's go into strategy with human design. So I'm going to be going to go through this very briefly. But strategy basically is your way to navigate your energy, right? So you find out you have this, um, you're manifesting generator, you're multi passionate. Well, how do you navigate that energy with things? We're going to talk a little bit about that. And so strategy is always the same for each type generators, it's waiting to respond. All generators will have the same strategy. Projectors is wait for the invitation. All projectors will have the invitation. So this doesn't change. So for the generator, it's wait to respond. And like I said before, generators have this aura that pull things to them. They're always constantly responding to things. There's always ideas coming to them. There's always. Um, people asking them about things or dropping ideas, and it's up to them to respond. So it's for them to check in with them with their authority, if it's the right decision for them to go to do it. And if they get a yes, if it's a yes response for them, so a sacral yes, in that feeling in in your stomach and that where that sacral chakra basically would be in that sacral center, if they get that yes, that's an indication that this is where they need to go. And then that's where the energy comes from for them to complete something, but they have to respond. So when they're in flow and living their incredible life, they create this energy and attract what lights them up. Okay. And when they're not in this waiting, when they're in this waiting time, rather, it's time for them to nourish their soul and do things that just feel good to them while they're waiting for the invitation to come in. But it doesn't take long because like I said, that aura is there to pull things into them. Okay, so the manifesting generator is um, to initiate and inform. So manifesting generator, generators is a hybrid between the manifester and generator. So the manifesting generator, their strategy is to wait to respond and inform. So they have the wait to respond that comes from the generator and then the inform, which you'll find out in a minute, comes from the manifester because you know, manifesting generators are a hybrid. So with manifesting generators, again, they have this enveloping aura that pulls things to them. So they're always having, it doesn't take long for them to respond to something. It could be, um, ideas from, you know, that you come up with yourself. It could be someone talking about something. It's something that they have to respond to and they have to wait for that authority that within their, their body, whatever center, um, is that authority, whether it's your sacral or your emotional, they have to, um, Listen for that, and that's why it gives them the energy to go ahead and do it. And so, um, but the thing with manifesting generators because they tend to be kind of all over the place, right? Like they, they're very multi-passionate. It's also important for manifesting generators to inform the, the people that are around them that this decision could impact. So if they're gonna have to do something that might look a little bit different from what they've done before, it's important to maybe inform the people that they live with or the friends that, you know, to tell them, okay, I'm gonna be busy with this. So if you've reached out to me and I don't respond, this is why. And it just eases any resistance that prevents them from doing what really lights them up. Similar to generators, it doesn't take long for them to re, to have to uh, respond to something, but during that downtime where they're not feeling motivated or they're not having anything coming in, um, it's when they need to nourish their soul and do things that feel good. Another thing that they can respond to that I've often heard of is if they see something come up three times, that's an indication for them to lean into it or check in with their authority. So for example, if someone says it would be a good idea for you to write a book, and then you then listen to a podcast about writing a book, and then all of a sudden, another person says, have you ever thought about writing a book, then those are three indications that or three, not three indications, but three signs that maybe writing a book is something you might want to look into and tap into. And that's when you would respond to it, get your authority response, which we're going to get into in a second, and then move forward. Okay, manifestors are initiating and informing. So with manifestors, they don't need to wait to respond to something as soon as they have like this idea. They're like, okay, let's just go like check in with yourself. Let's just go check in with that authority. We got it. We don't need to like, respond to anything. It's just the idea if it lights them up, they're there to go. They work in pulses. So sometimes they'll have this pulse of I have all this energy and I'm going to, and I'm going to do it and I'm going to see it all the way through. And then once they finish whatever they're working on, they might crash because that pulse comes off. So there's an on and off. And so they might have a lot of downtime that is not similar to generators and manifesting generators. Generators and manifesting generators downtime may not be as long as a manifester. And so they are also here to inform those that this decision impacts, especially if, manifestors tend to be a little bit more on the secretive side because they've learned to keep things small, not to share things with other people. Because in the past, especially when they were younger, they were told it was too much or that they were too much. So they shrink down and so they can be very secretive. But it's important for them to inform the people that this decision impacts to lower that resistance. Okay, so let's go into projectors. Projectors are waiting for the invitation. So um what that means is, like I said, there are they are the guides, they have all this wisdom to share and they can almost talk to someone and see what this person might be doing is the right thing or not the right thing. Or if they see, go on this path, they can path they can almost see how it's gonna end. And it can be easy for the projector to be like, oh, wait, wait, don't do that. Or wait, wait, do this. And what's important for the projector is to get that invitation. So that can look a couple ways. It could be them asking, hey, can I give you my opinion on this? And if they say yes, then go ahead. Or it could be someone coming up to them and say, hey, can you give me your opinion? Or like there is this coach that I've worked with in the past who's a projector and she's also an artist. And she decided to lean into her gifts of of art and she created an Instagram page with it doing all this artwork, and all of a sudden people were asking her, are you going to charge? How much would you charge for that? I'd love to buy your pieces. Can you show us, uh, can you create something for us so we can do the same type of art? And so that was what she was responding to. So then she created a sales page and like a little mini course on how to do the type of art that she does. And so that's an example of a projector living this strategy of waiting for that invitation. Okay, so the reflector is the last one we're gonna talk about with strategy. Um, the reflector is basically it's wait 28 days is what it says. Now, this is regarding big major decisions, not what you're gonna have for dinner because clearly you're not gonna eat wait 28 days to find something to eat. But this is basically the, the whole essence with the reflector is time is important for them. They need to wait to tap in to see if it's the right decision. and in like uh, the way that it's, it's meant to be done is you follow, you track your lunar cycle. So when you have like an idea come in or something that, that you, a decision you want to make, you basically follow, you track the, the cycle of the moon. And when it comes in that 28 days, then it would be ready to make a decision. In essence, it's basically, let's just wait and see how this feels. Go through the over a few days, the next few days. If you can't make a decision to wait that long, It's just waiting to see, do you still feel like this is the right decision for you over time is basically what the strategy is for the reflector and like to keep track of how they feel at the beginning of when this decision that they're making or the idea is coming in and at the end, do they feel the same? Did it change? Um, So basically the truth presents itself over time with reflectors. Okay, so that was a very quick, brief overview of your human design type, your human design um, strategy. I'm not going to go into any more. I feel like I've already been talking for a really long time, but there will be a part two on the centers. Um, and then also different aspects of your chart that can, I feel like you can do really deep dives to get a better understanding of yourself. And like I said, in like the episode on labels, when you talk about like there are five different human design types, five different strategies, seven different authorities, but over 7 billion people on this earth and you're categorizing them in like five categories, you're really selling yourself short. You're just looking at the superficial level. And so for me, it's really important when you're exploring your human design to go deep, go really deep into it to understand who you are. Um, I do offer human design readings. And so if you wanted to explore any readings for yourself, you can go to my website, karengulby.com, click on human design, it'll bring you the different packages. I created them to meet you where you are. Uh, But basically the intent is for you eventually to get to the in depth or signature reading so you can really explore who you are because the other ones are pretty superficial. And if you like this episode, leave a review or not a review, but like share it on Instagram, tag me and screenshot that tag and email it to me at hello at KarenGalloway.com. And the reason why I want you to screenshot it and email it is because I might miss it if I'm tagged on Instagram. But I want to see that you did tag me that you shared this episode and you emailed that screenshot to hello at karengalloway.com. You will receive a free guide to navigating your human design for yourself as well. So that's another option. Okay, thanks again for tuning today that I know this was a little bit of a longer episode than usual. I really appreciate you taking your time and listening. If you have any questions about human design or even sharing your own experiences, message me on Instagram. I'd be love to hear about it. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I understand how valuable your time is and am honored that you spent it with me. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, I would love it if you could leave a five-star rating as well as a review on Apple Podcasts. This just takes a few minutes but it would mean so much to me as I work to get my message out to the world. And as a thank you for your support, if you screenshot this podcast episode, post it on Instagram stories and tag me at I am Karen Galway, I will send you a free guide to understanding your human design so that you can start living a life by your design. I'll see you on the next episode.